Hi there everybody, so I'm just recording another part to this, um, I don't know why I had, oh, I was getting kind of like wondering like is there some, is it actually all happening in America at the moment, is that why that was on and of course you know because we're busy with he- things going on here so I wasn't too sure of the exact date, kind of thought it was around about the 20th that things were cha- um, going on or were sort of planned to go on there um so I may have kind of like alluded to the fact that it was today but it's actually just um people have been asked to go offline today um off Facebook in other words are supporters of Trump now I'm not saying that I'm supporting one way or other either party or policy but um I have read the bible I was supposed to be off this um I was gonna be off this Friday anyway but I have read the Bible and it does say, you know, it is important. We have to put the king first, um, which is God. But we also must promote support of governance. And at the moment, um, that is still obviously um, those that are in these particular positions. So it's important to do that. In any case, um, obviously to be done in the ways that are talked about. Um, which I do talk about in the keys and it's from Peter and Peter, Peter's two epistles. I go on to read this and um, it's very good. There are some parts where I'm kind of trying to kind of strain to read it and I'm reading things over again because it's such small writing. Um, but you can go and listen to that as well. Very important or go and read Peter, the two parts of Peter yourself. It just really talks about, you know, unity and love, examples of Christ's passion um, and governance as well, watching for Christ coming um, are the main points in Peter. So a lot to do with um, order as well and communication, godliness and all of that. That's, that's a good point actually. So it's a good point to really kind of like meditate on that because for all of us it's been a really tricky time so maybe some time to reflect um before responding is good so that's what it's all about hearkens to all of that which is very helpful again it's one peter um one and two and three and then four and five and then it is two peter one two and three okay so you'll find those very, very helpful, not just for today, um, but also for the coming days ahead, particularly if you are in America at this time. Um, so the link will be on here for you. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for giving us this day our daily bread and for forgiving us as we forgive each other. Thank you for leading us not into temptation but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, I say that um, with a little bit of a a kind of um, a giggle to myself as already I have obviously um, been aware of what it's like um, for every day, especially in America. There's even been some interesting things today. I had um, a really lovely uh, 
bus driver just going to go and like let me go in front of him so gentlemanly just so kind so thoughtful and you know that very kind of like godly joseph the joseph of god <laughs> link type of behavior you know so that kind of um was lovely but the thing is i knew where i was going i needed to turn so i kind of like um thought well I'd rather he was kind of like out of the way and I had like like more space to do that and time to do that. Although I'm sure he would have waited and everything. Now, first things first, if I had been thinking maybe more godly, I probably would just have um gone ahead and done that. But something about it was just like, well, you know, um they're running to schedule. I would feel more at ease if I was turning without like a bus, which is running or trying to run the schedule behind me. In any case, um, as I went to turn in, um, someone who wasn't as rude, uh, wasn't as rude, sorry, wasn't as kind and appropriate as the bus driver was then behind me. So you see how these choices, like how we feel about ourselves and what we accept, um, you know, makes a world of difference. In any case, um, they tried to swap lanes even. They couldn't even slow down, wait. They had to swap lanes, almost drove into my car because I was turning. Um, and of course, all my indications were on, everything was happening. You could see very well that I was going to be turning. Um, and so the person really should have been um, taking their time and uh, not doing what they were doing. But in any case, you know, I'm like, is this because I'm like in a red car today of all things? Like, you know, is this something to do with everything going on in America? I'm here, I'm out with my all colours for obviously union with red, white and blue. <laughs> as well as, of course, my black coat on. But in any case, um, ultimately, I do get that sense that it can be a very difficult day. And one particular group, even online, where we were both like speaking together, and it's like a kind of Catholic and Reformation group. So it's very balanced um, and people like talk about um, different things. It's really like that Alpha Omega, the coming together, the balance and people kind of like helping each other to ascend through. So it's good to to hear um, both sides and it's really quite quite nice in a lot of ways. Um, in any case, that being said, um, they did have a post that was up saying, look, you know, if there's Trump supporters, they're going to be offline during this time. In fact, incidentally, I had already decided before that, that I'd probably be offline anyway. And I'd already posted because I thought, oh, I've been busy doing so many different things in terms of my videos that um, I was just ready for taking a break anyway. It's, it's kind of well-deserved. There's just so much work that's been going out. And we should be entering the rest of God and only doing really what we're called to that kind of thing so that it's completely in alignment and godly. In any case, as you can hear, there's some work going on outside, more kind of um, constructing, as you can hear, that kind of thing. But um, aside from that in here, <clears throat> I've actually come up with some writing. Now, the writing for this, which I've written today, is... <clears throat> today, especially with what's going on in America, I would ask all people to be appropriate. 
we support many values from both parties and none outright because there are sticking points in both party policies. We've got to be honest, we've got to be authentic and genuine about these things. So this is just the way that I <clears throat> truthfully feel. You know, but that is important for the people of America to sort out. So that's everyone there to sort these things out. But to do this, they will need God and to really place his commands in their heart to understand themselves and each other better. Now, your party policies, although some are absolutely excellent, they are in no way all UK party policies. Therefore, alongside, and when I say UK, I mean even like from our four nations, like there is no one in our four nations, I do not believe, that would look at either of those party policies and agree with every single one from either side. Therefore, Alongside the fact that it is not 1776 and none of the same people or levels of awareness or situations are around that were back then and more people understand themselves and each other and are united in God, it certainly shouldn't be the same as back then as all should be far more intelligent and I'm certain you won't be <laughs> revolting. The only thing that is revolting are some of the policies which you yourselves must work to solve together and I'm certain you can do it. If you bear in mind it's about powers and principalities and not about personal people but how they are conducting or how much they understand about the powers and principalities at work, perhaps it will make everything much easier and more fluid to somehow work together. I understand it is horrifying for you all at times. There are again, or they are again rather, not our policies. And we understand your devastation on both sides against certain policies. These can and must be worked on and overcome. We do see there are many good and excellent policies which we too agree on, both um, sides do have great policies. And I would commend both of these to be brought together somehow. It won't work unless all can bring each other's good points together. Then there is a possibility. That will take a lot of work. It is utterly understandable as so much is at stake. And as I say, some of the policies are utterly hellish. Yet I urge both sides to somehow refrain from provoking each other specifically and instead to educate, educate, educate. Many of the problems are not personal to people and what is often required is simply education, self-education and or education of each other. This is a horrible time for all of you across the parties and yet both have achieved so much in many ways across both ends whether it would be further education of things no one understood before, things which were brought to light or whatever it is. Remember God is the beginning and the end and what you get somewhere in your souls something has allowed this to occur. 
As UK, we are about the best parts of both Alpha and Omega, both parties working together, etc. Everything is about the union and a higher wisdom of what we are each bringing forward, becoming more wise and educating ourselves and each other, each humbly serving the other fully until we truly comprehend even a higher capacity within ourselves and with each other. Once again, I understand how both sides might find it difficult to even imagine how to do that at this stage. I really do. Everything you're going through seems magnified over there in comparison to our system. And maybe it's a corona effect perspective. I know though that only some of those are my inner son, and I mean S-O-N to S-U-N and C-O-R-E, core values. And some I know are the utter antithesis. So once again, I totally understand all of you from all sides, certainly on certain viewpoints. It is a very difficult, very, very difficult time. And things need to be overcome together. But with God, nothing is impossible. You must always put your faith in God. Today, one of the groups placed a message, as I said, about not going on Facebook for hours, which initially I thought was about not posting. Anyway, I went back on and reread it today. Interestingly, I was going to be off anyway. However, I think this is too important for all to not say anything would not necessarily be helpful from us here in the UK, the United Kingdom. Whilst we can only support both parties' great policies and utterly reject policies from both which are not appropriate, one thing we do wish is for the success of God's will in all of this, for the benefit of all. Let that be done. The will of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for, for joining this. Um, I don't know. I will have to pray about how I actually go ahead and do this. As I say, um, I want to kind of respect all people at this time, especially with everything going on. But um, obviously, um, God is no respecter of persons and it will be God's will overall that will be done. So whatever, um, you know, I get from prayer is what I will do based on God alone. Now, the one thing that I am brought to, I'm brought to John here. Okay, this is really important, John. Who is John? John is, whoa, let me just pick this up. Let's see what else. Right, okay. One um, thing is about John, I'm going to talk a lot about this um, in our even our group. We have people from the Catholic and Reformation group, you know, questioning about how is Mary related to the Trinity and almost like, you know, you want to, if you know all this and if you you receive Christ, it's kind of like, this is obvious. Like, what are you saying? Um, but we have to think carefully, like, this is a time where people are awakening. Some are still asleep. Some need to be reawakened. And it's like education of children. Um, sometimes when we think, well, this is an adult, th this person should know this. 
um, even like with the COVID law, that, you know, even the Met Police saying, look, it would be preposterous for people not to understand this by now. Absolutely. For the overall majority, yes. But there are different levels of people. Some people suffer from even long COVID, as we know. There might be, in other words, like a mental difficulty. Different people are on different levels, depending not just on their mental space, as in uh, clarity, but also their ascension level, which is affecting their mental um, ability. So there's so many factors involved. But John, ultimately, to understand this, John is one of the, the first of the disciples to take Mary into his home. Mary was given to John at the cross during the crucifixion. Now, here's one thing that a lot of people are questioning right now, obviously, as I talk about this, and this is what's vital for all the groups, for all of us. But yes, particularly with the situation in America, I would say that there's not one party in particular that doesn't need to accept more of the covenant of Christ. And in doing that, it is taking Mary into our hearts and soul. Now, I don't think I've ever known a time where I've not um, done that. As you know, like I, you know, I played Mary in the our nativity since um, a very young age. All these different things. Um, that doesn't mean say I don't go. I haven't gone through different things in my ascension. But in any case. Um, I can't really imagine any other way. Like I think, like when you accept the covenant, um, you obviously it's kind of impossible to do that without already accepting the ark of the covenant because that's where the covenant is within. So, um, in any case, it's all about conception. Like to conceive Christ, you have to be in alignment with the one that actually conceives Christ. That would make sense, wouldn't it? So that is the acceptance of Christ, is the conception of Christ. And of course, the one that you're in alignment with, if you can do that, is obviously Mary. And of course, Joseph too, because he had to be able to um, conceive of Christ as well from a spiritual standpoint. And that was the point where he was told um, uh, to take Mary into his house. So again, we think of this taking into the house. It's like taking into our hearts and souls accepting in other words so he accepted the ark of the covenant because he accepted god in other words he accepted the covenant christ so it's all interlinked it doesn't mean to say everyone that's called mary or everyone that's called joseph is that particular character is that level of ascension and um, you no, it's um, something that many people are working on but if we look to um saint john in terms of the biblical and also the spiritual um saint john we know that he is one of the first of the disciples although not not the first to take mary into his heart and soul in terms of like to take her into his house as his mother though in that situation um but he was the first of the disciples that's mentioned scripturally it's a big point um what does that mean well when you do that you're you're really kind of um, in the will of God. You're doing the will of God ultimately. You're doing what Christ asked you to do as a disciple or whoever you might be um, in your particular role. And as we do this, we are in the concept of, um, first of all, putting God first. And um, when we do that, we can then kind of have that faith of God and kind of co-create from there. Now, that doesn't mean to say that everything will be easy. But the main kind of point is when we have God, what we're trying to do is 
um, to co-create a love for ourselves as well as for our neighbours. That is the construction work talking about with all this banging going on. That's the idea, isn't it? Now, um, how do we do that? I mean, what if there are people that aren't in Christ so they're not our neighbours? Exactly. So there are going to be times where it's like that isn't our neighbour because they aren't awake yet. Okay, so maybe things aren't going to be as easy with people like that. But we should still hold out a prayer for them. And so we just pray now that even though it's been maybe been difficult between people, that there's that prayer that there can be um, a bigger acceptance from these other people um, to come into alignment with God and therefore for things to be of more ease with each other, for good policies, in other words, to be made and all these different things. So we're opened up at um, chapter 11. There must be something here from God between chapter 11 and chapter 12 of, um, well, of St. John. And it does go across Lazarus raised and supper in Bethany. Well, there we go. So you know how I open the Bible, you know what happens. And so it is New Testament. It's very much a new covenant. Uh, so clearly I'm speaking to people that are accepting of Mary and of Christ, um, obviously putting God Christ first. Um, but in that, I mean, even, you know, the fact that it's opened at St. John, that tells us a really big message about, you know, accepting the Ark of the Covenant, Mary, in other words. So in this time, it, there's really a big um, pointing towards God, conceiving of God and uh, and doing the best there. So this the supper in Bethany as well, um, is interesting. But I do believe there's going to be a message in here, certainly in terms of like um, Lazarus or Lazarus being raised shows that there is hope for something that seems impossible, utterly impossible, to become completely possible. And I think that that's the kind of like the, the um, hope that people maybe need right now, maybe... Um, questioning like why do I care so much about this if I'm over in the UK well that's because I care about God and God's will I'm open already at Deuteronomy and um, that's something I think has to be looked at but not in an old covenant way so we have to look at everything with the eyes of the new covenant and through the eyes of someone who like St John has taken Mary into their hearts their homes, their houses, their souls as their depending on who you are of course your role um, with St John it, the role was that that was to be his mother taken in as his mother okay so let's have a look then at chapter 11 and 12 I'm going to go to a few called 14 right so chapter 11, verse 14 says, Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off. 
And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary was still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The Master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. And when Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave, a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that, if thou wouldest believe thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him, but some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. I will stop there. Okay. 
so in any case the ultimate point is not all the bits about the pharisees and everything that goes on thereafter but the main point is that even a situation that looks like it is absolutely completely utterly terrible or completely utterly destroyed or completely utterly lacking in hope and that nothing can really resurrect the righteousness of Christ for those that are dead in the faith spiritually that they can even even physically that they can be made alive by Christ okay by Christ's presence okay so some might know that as them being taken into a new realm and completely um resurrected into bodily form and spiritually others might know that as simply it occurring right there and then like it did with Lazarus which I was brought to the word napkin there was a napkin on his face now the word nap and kin made me think about this that around about his face even though he was the one that was dead what was around his face was a napkin and so I looked at the words and I split it into nap and kin and thought of the fact that it's actually that family or that group of people that were asleep or had fallen asleep in the faith you see that it wasn't just him but his entire kin his kinsmen his kin his family and friends had all died in the faith even though it looked physically like some of them were alive so I think that's another thing that even when people look like they're alive but they're spiritually lost in faith in other words have died by the spirit they are not living there is this will of Christ that will make them live spiritually again as well as making um, those that uh, died physically to rise again to life so it's it's a spiritual matter it's a physical matter it's not just something that we look at as it's just about a physical death it's about a spiritual death it's about the resurrecting of the physical dead resurrecting of the spiritual dead so it's both of these coming to life through greater awareness and of course that is done what how by doing what St John did and obviously taking Mary into their home as their mother so into heart and soul in other words that is the the home isn't it is ourselves so it's a heart and our soul it's a physical home it's a spiritual home looking at St John I'm not going to go on any further but the next part um It's interesting. The same Mary, though, um, that we think of here, um, it says, I'll read from four. Then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, 
which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? What had happened just before this was that um, Mary had um, a whole load of ointment or oils, Solanke essential oils, um, spikenard we think here, it says very costly type of um, anointing oil and she anointed Jesus' feet and even went as far as to wipe his feet with her hair. So she entirely um, gave Christ an offering and um, worshipped Christ at his very feet and putting something very costly even um, from on his feet which would be the area which would be most touching the ground um, therefore uh, not like the head which is the highest in terms of the spiritual but also that of where his um, spiritual um, being conducted and actually touched the ground to the messiest part of life which is that of obviously the ground level it was bringing everything um all of his being and um and and worshiping entirely him and seeing the miracles that, that he was doing and honoring the miracles that he he was and what he was doing for the, the even the earth from heaven to earth so making that connection there entirely and it's interesting that obviously there are some people that won't make that full connection in fact they'll even go as far as to try and stop that entire connection um taking place and um the person that it was that did that was judas iscariot very interesting what did he say again why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor again like um making people feel like they were somehow doing the wrong thing by worshipping Jesus ahead of everything else, by putting God first. But in doing so, understanding every part of Jesus, from his head to his feet, from his spiritual to his physical, and every miracle that he was doing and in honouring that. That's very interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Let's have a look. This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a, a thief and had the bag and bare what was put therein. Then said Jesus, let her alone. Against the day of my bearing hath she kept this, for the poor always ye have with you. But me ye have not always. Much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there and they came not for, the, for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. Hmm. I'm not going to go on any further, but um, I just, again, you see the different levels that some people weren't there um, at the level of understanding fully the miracles, but they just wanted to see the miracles. So um, they hadn't fully... Um, received Christ into their hearts and souls like Mary had. Um, so again, the symbol of Mary being uh, very much focused on here and how it's important to be in alignment with 
uh, Mary and although that's a name and not everybody sees the two Marys as the same um, it is a highlight that when the name appears it is like an activational point with regards to um, the acceptance of Christ mm, glory to God all right so I'm not going to read anymore that's it I'm going to finish up here thank you for joining me I know this has been an absolutely amazing blessing thanks be to God a blessing from God thanks be to God and all glory to God blessings I hope all goes well take care Put your faith in God. Do the right thing. Respect, honour. Celebrate all that is good. And change what needs to be changed together for the good. The greater good of all the people. United. Waiting at the foot of Jesus, worshipping God, placing God first, and in doing so, being truly able to reconcile all parts, both Alpha and Omega, entirely in a way which glorifies God in the highest. Always placing God first. Thank you. So the next part is following on again, as I said, with the keys, which are, of course, talk about, um, you know, the keys as in with Peter. And of course, the keys are for those who um, have accepted Christ. And we're going to have this um epistle from peter the first one and we're also going to have the second one these are read out by me i do um, have to um look very closely at some of the words because they're so small when i'm reading them um you will hear some of them having to be reread but overall it is very good and the most important point is that they have got very very significant um messages for right now in the world today 100 percent so important. So I'm going to add this to this broadcast. Um, in one of our groups, St. Peter was mentioned. Obviously putting God first, this is the most important. But many people talked about the keys and Peter having the keys. And so with that being brought up, um, our first lots of scripture were really based very closely on Christ but now particularly we are going to look at um, the first epistle general of Peter and um, we're also going to look at the second as well. The keys are with Peter Um, yes they are definitely in this particular part of the bible and so when we read this 
we must read this with understanding of everything going on right now. It's very, very clear. Um, so let's go ahead. Chapter 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. Blessed be God, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again, unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, through now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honour and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify, when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us, they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them, that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. And if ye call on the Father, who with our respective persons judgeth according And if ye call on the Father who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in in fear, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, 
but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Chapter 2 Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile, and hypocrisies and envies, and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby, if so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming, as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God, and precious. Ye also, as lively stones are built up, a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Sion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offence. Even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvellous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you, as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme, or unto governors, as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honour all men, love the brotherhood, 
fear God, honour the king. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the froward. For this is thankworthy of a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it if, when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if, when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were a sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may be without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, of great price. For after this manner, in the old time the holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husbands. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well, and are not afraid within any amazement. Likewise ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge giving honour unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not tendered. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good, let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? But and if ye suffer for righteousness sake, happy are ye. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. 
but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for doing well than for evil doing. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a-preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is gone unto heaven, and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. Chapter 4. So we've had 3, now 4. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, for he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles, when we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable, abominable idolatries. Wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead that they might be judged according to men in the flesh but live according to God in the spirit but the end of all things is at hand be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer and above all things have fervent charity among yourselves for the charity shall cover the multitude of sins use hospitality one to another without grudging as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. 
Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on his behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it is first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Chapter 5 The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willing, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. Neither is being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Ye all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. By Silvanus, a faithful brother unto you, as I suppose I have written briefly exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God, wherein ye stand, the church that is at Babylon, elected together with you, saluteth you, and so doth Marcus, my son. Greet ye one another with a kiss of charity. Peace be with you all that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay, obviously in the time of pandemic, we're not going to be greeting each other with a kiss. Um, however, let's have a look at the next bit, the second epistle, General of Peter, chapter 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us, through the righteousness of God and our Saviour, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you, through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, 
and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election for sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Though ye know them and be established in the pre present truth, ye I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ hath showed me. Moreover, I will endeavour that ye may be able, after my decease, to have these things always in remembrance. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables, when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honour and glory, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye dwell that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star rise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction and many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of and through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not and their damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgments, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them, with an overthrow, making them an ensemble unto those that after should have live ungodly and deliver just lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked 
For that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presumptuous are they, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed speak evil of the things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to riot in the day time. Spots they are, and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bozer, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumbass speaking with man's voice forbade with the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lusts of the flesh, through much wantonness, those that were clean escaped from them, who live in error. While they promise from liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome of the same is he brought in bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, through the knowledge of the Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to its own vomit again of the soul that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. Chapter 3 of 2 Peter the second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Saviour, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are arrogant, ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished, but the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, 
that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us ward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what matter of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and ungodliness? Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. And account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also according to the wisdom given unto him hath written unto you, as also in all his epistles speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures, unto their own destruction. Yet therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things, before be aware lest ye also being led away, with the error of the wicked fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. I think it's a really um, great to... Um, lots there from Peter. Um, First Peter and then Second Peter. And um, when I was reading there, clearly, uh, you know, I'm reading from a from very very small texts. Sometimes, when I'm reading the words, I'm reading them slightly differently. But um, grace and uh, mercy, obviously, with the righteousness in Christ, I just um, humbly employed and ask for that as I go through these things and, and try my best. And I think that ultimately the main points here in Peter are very clear for today. Um, absolutely for every day. But you know, there's kind of major points here about the, the importance of governance, uh, the importance of the king, uh, the king of all kings of Christ, and then the governance throughout. Um, it's, it's a tricky thing. Um, in terms of governance when there's like a transition period in particular for one part of our world right now going through that transition because their governance is split right now and so that is a tricky time it's a very tricky time when it comes to governance and a governance is in mid transition if a governance um, of a place is in mid transition clearly it is a time more than ever where the flock need to be fed. How can that happen? By going first into prayer with God and putting God first. Yes, yeah, so also turning and listening to the various governance um, sides and what's going on as well. Absolutely. 
and um, listening to that and being sensible with the word of God, um, taking that through entirely. So I think for us here, certainly it is being in alignment with regards to the pandemic. It is putting God first, but it's also carrying governance in terms of what it is that we're trying to do. Um, and getting a balance with that, absolutely. I think, you know, it's something that in terms of our laws and things with regards to the pandemic, something that changes and transitions, some things will stay the same, some, some things will not change and others will um, as it, different things progress. With regards to everything that's going on in America, it definitely is a time where, you know, the governance um, being stated certainly is that of um, people being orderly, peaceful and appropriate. And it does state that, like, you know, I didn't select Peter for this and Peter was brought to me <laughs> and it was confirmed as well with the fact that many people in a particular group that we talked to um, were talking about the keys of Peter. So a lot of signs and symbols coming on top of the confirmation already given by God, just simply it being open to that, um, those two pages as well. Um, it was opened up more to the second epistle initially, but I went back and read the first as well. So I've read all the way through and it's really talking about being um, godly and communication is one. Um, and it's talking about, obviously, you know, anything that you have done being um, anything that you might have been in terms of con conversation or whatever. Making sure that it is in the realm of godliness now, what else? The main point is the fact that there have been riots and that is, yeah, it is unacceptable in that way. Um, certainly here by the, the gospel. It's certainly spoken of as being unlawful by God and unrighteous um, and inappropriate. So this is a time where people really must be behaving as mature human beings in a time of um, I mean it's easy to say isn't it but as humans um, there is that testing that Tino and I'm going to pray for this right now. So people uh, at this time where there is that kind of testing, there's a testing and a, a time of transition for all people. And we pray that um, people return and make sure that they turn away from sin and turn fully to God, that they are kind to each other in this time. A time of transition, of uncertainty, putting their faith in what never changes and that being God putting hope and faith that there will be able to um, be brought forward further agreements as they concentrate on um, settling each other and being established and um, serving one another in the way as is brought up here making sure that they honour all men loving the brotherhood, fearing God and honouring the king I think 
you know, when we look back to what's happened and how people um, turned from God uh, and how, you know, I mean, I looked at different evidence today which I hadn't actually been aware of beforehand, but I overheard it very many staggering words which confirmed to me what was going on and it wasn't godly it was ungodly but that's because there was two ungodly things going on and one ungodly part of a group was being you know attacked by another so it was kind of like reeling against reeling as it talks about here and Peter not to do this reeling against reeling it's kind of important that um we be compassionate with each other and understand where that kind of behaviour comes from but at the same time look to trying to better um, ourselves in ways which give glory to God like okay what's the most mature route to bring solutions to something that you know there clearly needs to be a bridging of or a reconciliation of something better on both parts on both sides how to do that so it's looking at that um, and it talks about fervent charity among yourselves um, as being really important sanctifying the Lord your God in your hearts and being ready to give an answer for your hope you can only do that if you accept the Holy Spirit let him and shoot evil and do good let him seek peace and ensue it. 